It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Betting Above the Rim podcast, episode 22. Today's date, surely enough, January 22nd. And today's podcast, we're going to get into four topics. Number one, we're going to look at three teams that you could say have overachieved so far in the Timberwolves, OKC Thunder, and Knicks. And we'll look at can they make their adjusted win totals that are currently on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Secondly, we'll stay with New York. I'm going to make a case that Jalen Brunson should be considered an MVP candidate. Maybe you'll think it's my Nick fandom. I don't care. I'm going to tell you anyway. Third, we'll look at the big three of Phoenix. They're playing better, folks. Winner of seven in the last ten. What is the ceiling for the Phoenix Suns? And then after doing the Knicks and then the Lakers, let's look at another iconic franchise and give you my starting five. But I had to do a bench, too of the Boston Celtics. Let's get started in today's podcast with three teams that have played relatively well so far to start the season. And what are their adjusted win totals? Let's first start off with the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are coming to tonight at a record of 30-12. and And when you look at a team like Minnesota, they've tremendously overachieved because, let's be honest, their defense has become so much better uh, Rudy Gobert is playing his best basketball in years. Currently, Towns and Rudy are playing together as that 4-5 combo, but you can't say enough about the play of this man, Anthony Edwards. I went on earlier this uh, year with my podcast and talked about Anthony Edwards is a top-10 player in the league, and he's been absolutely fantastic. But like I said, we can't forget about Cat. Going to your folks, remember, there was talk where they're going to trade Carl Anthony Towns. Well, you can't trade him now because he's playing fantastic ball and those two balance each other very well along with this man, the big Frenchman, Rudy Gobert. And I've been on Big Rudy for years, but I can't knock the way Big Rudy has played this year. And this is why he's also been one of the favorites to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year. But it's the role, guys. It's the Mike Conleys. It's the Jaden McDaniels. That have that really stepped. It's the Kyle Andersons. This team is just, they play so well defensively. They know their roles and they're playing fantastic ball at the best record in the West. And if you look at it right now, folks, their win total right now is at 55 and a half wins, right? If you look at it right now, they have, they have played 42 games, right? They got to go and get you 26 wins out of 40. 
Now think about this, folks. They have the third easiest schedule left in the NBA. They have to play the Pistons once. They have to play twice. They have to play the Spurs and also uh, the Wizards. They have to play the Grizzlies once, the Hornets once, and three times the Blazers. Now, they do have some tough schedule games left yet. They have to play Phoenix twice, Cleveland twice, uh, three times against the Clippers, three times against uh, Denver, twice against uh, the Bucks, once against OKC. But I like this team because I think they want to get the win total, uh, the league leader in wins and home court advantage. So I'm going to go over that bet of 55 and a half. Let's move on to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Another team that's been progressing with the 42 wins last year, right now sitting at 29 to 13 over under win total of 54 and a half. Well, why is this? What can we say about SGA? Another guy that's ascended himself into the top 10 was number uh, six, uh, right behind LeBron James. You could argue he could be top five. He'll definitely be top five in the league next year. And SGA has been absolutely fantastic. But it's some of the other parts as well. The Josh Giddies. We can't say enough about Chet Holmgren, why he is now uh, the favorite to win rookie of the year. This outstanding seven-footer could play inside out, shoot the ball, dime you up, block shots, rebound, lead the break. Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, the Williamses. They've been fantastic, and Mark Dagonal is should be the leader in the clubhouse to be the coach of the year. Although, you could argue Chris Finch could have something to say about that in Minnesota. That's going to be another intriguing race. 54 and a half wins, folks. Minnesota, third easiest schedule the rest of the way. Oklahoma City, fourth. And they got to play. They got three games left against the Blazers. Two against um, – I'm sorry, two against the Blazers, two against the Grizzlies, two against the Hornets, three against San Antonio. And they got one game against the Celtics, the Wolves, the Sixers, the Nuggets, Clippers. It's going to be close. I say they go over their win total as well. And lastly, I'm going to go to my hometown team, the New York Knicks, who had played at one point earlier in the year the least amount of home games. They are at 48 and a half wins. They're at 26 and 17. Right, folks? So they have 39 games left to play. And the Knicks have to find a way. Can they get 23 more wins? Now, you look at their schedule, 13th toughest schedule left in the NBA. They still got to play the Nuggets twice, once this week. They're going to play the Celtics twice. Disadvantage, folks, of playing in the playing tournament. They had to play them an extra time. Same thing with uh, Milwaukee. They have to play uh, Philadelphia three times. Their, their lesser games are, are a little bit, not as much off Detroit twice, San Antonio, Charlotte, uh, Portland, Memphis, Toronto once. I'm a Knicks fan. Fantastic year. I think they fall just short. Now, why are they playing better? 92 since this guy. OG Anobi got traded to the Knicks. And what he's been in changing the, the, the culture defensively, what can I say about Julius Randle? I got a Julius Randle beginning of the year. Got to remember, folks, he was playing, coming off of ankle surgery, wasn't right. He has been fantastic, but it's also because of the fact of the spacers that he has on the floor. OG Ananobi, right? You got to look at Quentin Grimes as someone off the bench who spaces the floor. You look at Dante DiVincenzo, this guy, Isaiah Hartenstein, as a better 
and can bring you out the floor. Here's David Chester right there. Hardenstein can, can step out to the outside a little bit and open the floor for driving lane to Randall. And then this guy right here, Jalen Brunson, who has been absolutely fantastic. And that's going to lead me, as I go from segment one to segment two, I'll put it out there. Jalen Brunson is plus 20,000, right, to win the MVP. 200 to 1 odds to win. Is he going to win it? Probably not. But if you think about a value play, and if if your sports book gives you the opportunity to cash out early, you should be looking at Brunson to be the MVP. Let's put it this way, folks. Let's go through the list of the guys that are ahead of him, right? He is tied with LeBron James, should be ahead of him. Donovan Mitchell, ahead of him. Steph Curry, how is Steph Curry ahead of him? We don't know if they're going to even make the playoffs. Kawhi, that should be someone you should be looking at as well. Anthony Davis, should be ahead of him. De'Aaron Fox, should be ahead of him. Devin Booker, should be ahead of him. Kevin Durant, because of Booker, should be ahead of him. Tyrese Halliburton, we don't know if he's going to have enough games to count. Right? Now, then you start looking at Embiid, Joker, SGA, Luka, Giannis, Tatum, Edwards. I should tell you right now that Jalen Brunson's number should be slashed in half. He should be right there with Halliburton and Durant and Booker, if you want to put it there. So, I'm saying to you, and De'Aaron Fox, I'm saying to you, with the way he's played, and the fact that the biggest thing with Brunson is his assists, folks, his assists are up. And I kind of talked about it with Randall a little bit with his ability with the, the guys that can stretch the floor, the guys like the Grimeses, the guys like the Ananobis, the DiVincenzos, the Josh Hart's. They don't have Quickly and Barrett, who are one-on-one guys. It opens up the floor last ten, last eight games for Jalen Brunson, 30.5 points, 7.8 assists, and 2.6 turnovers. Turnovers are the same. The assists are continue to creep up. And think about the last four games. 38 going into the setting order. 38, 41, 30, 30. Nine assists, eight assists, seven assists, eight assists. If Jalen Brunson can continue to do this and the Knicks continue to overachieve and play themselves into a top five seed in the East, Jalen Brunson should get better consideration for the MVP. It is deserved. Let's move on to we just talked about two guys that are in the MVP race right there where I want Brunson to be at 100 to 1. And that is the play of the Phoenix Suns, who have been playing much better basketball as of late. We've talked about they've won seven out of the last ten. And they're starting to play basketball, folks, that we thought that they were always capable of. And why is that the case, folks? Well, let's think about this for a second. This is their big three. And they're starting to play together. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. Folks, not all super teams are created equal. You have to have a guy, and I think when you think about the Heat, there's so much talk about LeBron and D-Wade. Chris Bosh was that third guy, and he was willing 
to be that third guy. And Bradley Beal, folks, has bought in 17.7, over four assists per game, shooting 50% from the floor. This is a guy, folks, who was a 25-point-a-game score in Washington, but he didn't win. So he's recognized the fact that he's got to do other things, and he's got to be able to sacrifice his stats for the sake of winning. But he could still give you a 37-point performance that he had against the Lakers on January 11th. He could still give you what he gave you last night in a 25 and four and three game versus Indiana. So he could still give you that, just the way that Bosch gave it for the Heat. Devin Booker's been Devin Booker, 27 points per game. Yes, he gets hurt sometimes. You know, he's shooting the ball, you know, this year, uh, 35, 30, I'm sorry, 37.1% from three, better than his career average. 48.4, better than his career average. 7.7 assists per game, better than his career average. 4.8 assists per game, better than his career average. And with the assists up, folks, how about his turnovers are down from his career average? 2.8 compared to 3.1. And then you got to talk about the Slim Reaper, who, let's be honest, folks, he's got to make this work more than anybody because everybody thinks he jumped from team to team. And Katie's been fantastic at 29.2 points per game, better than his career average. 53.2% from the floor, better than his career average. 47% from three, 10 percentage points better than his career average, right? Assists, 5.6, better than his career average. So Booker and Katie are playing better than their career average, and then Beal is buying in, and then you got guys like Nurkic, Grayson Allen, Okoji. Like, you're worried about the depth. But if those big three can stay healthy, it's kind of like when Kevin Walsh gets a battery when I talk about the, the, the Clippers with Kawhi. If they can stay healthy, the Phoenix Suns can win the Western Conference. Them and the Clippers, to me, if they are healthy and right, I take them over Denver. I will take them over Denver. I just think it's got so much firepower on that lineup that is just truly amazing. And after seeing what's going on in Detroit, you could argue Frank Vogel is a better coach than Monty Williams. Let's end today's podcast with going to something I like to do now. All-time starting lineups. And I'm going to the hated Celtics. But you got to talk about the Celtics because them and the Lakers and, and I would say the Knicks are, you know, you have the blue bloods of college basketball. These were the iconic franchises. Now, with the Knicks, it was easy to do a starting lineup. For the Lakers, it wasn't. And for the Celtics, it was hell. So let me give you my backups, right? Kevin Garnett, a.k.a. the big ticket. Great career that he had. Not a long time with the Celtics, but his career speaks for himself. How about the guy what I call the best post moves that I've ever seen? Y'all can say Jack Sigma. Y'all can say Kevin Duckworth. You can say Hakeem Olajuwon. I'm going to say it right now. Kevin McGill had the best post moves of all time, period. End of story. End of discussion. Fundamental. Footwork. Up and under. Jump hook. 
reverse pivot, knock it down. Kevin McHale could do it all. Then you got to go to the guards with Sam Jones, 10-time ten ten champion. I'm a Nick fan. I'm trying to get three. And he won 10. How about the Chief? As you look at Sam Jones, how about the Chief? Robert Parrish, the man in the middle, nine-time All-Star, four-time NBA champion. And then you got to go to DJ. God rest his soul, we lost Dennis Johnson way too soon. Dennis Johnson, six-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion, one-time MVP, Hall of Famer. Folks, all the bench, all five, are all of famous. So let me give you my starting lineup, because then you're going to be like, I'm, I got guys that aren't in this, right? So starting lineup. All right, J.J. Redick, you said he played against plumbers and firemen. I don't care. Bob Cousy changed the game of basketball and created kind of the fast break and that's up that stylistic uh, play. Couldn't shoot the ball a ton, but it's assists. 30-time All-Star, six-time NBA champion. Bob Cousy, starting point guard. Unbelievable passer. I know, folks, you're going to say, oh, he, he played against there. It don't matter. Ball is ball, folks. And Bob Cousy would have adjusted his game to now. Two guard, the truth. Paul Pierce, dirty, cold-blooded, 10-time All-Star, NBA champion, Hall of Famer, unbelievable player. And the, and the three. Who else am I going by Larry Bird? Larry Legend. 24.3 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, 6.3 assists, 12-time All-Star, three-time NBA champion, three-time MVP, Hall of Famer. Boy, that, that little high jump shot. Let me tell you something. That, if Larry Bird didn't break his back, didn't break his back, fixing his own damn driveway in the 80s, Larry Bird would be considered one of the three or four best players of all time. God, remember, folks, the last six years, the guy can barely move. Don't even, even in the dream team, he, they, they had to unlock his back for hours. Larry Bird, all-time, all-time great. Before, this was tough. I wanted Hondo. John Havlicek, eight-time uh, NBA champion, 13-time All-Star, MVP, 20.8 points per game. And then at the center, you got to go with Bill Russell. Guy got more, guy got more rings than you got fingers. 11 of them, 12-time All-Star, 22.6 rebounds per game. But, folks, if you think about this, and I'm going to pull this up really quick because I you know, I was talking uh, to Pat Foster, as who's a big Celtics fan, and, and we, we were talking about this. Like, guys, there are people that I am leaving off the list, right? How about, how about Rajon Rondo? How about Dave Cowens? How about JoJo White? I haven't even gotten to Jason Tatum, right? Tommy Heinsohn, Ray Allen for his short period of time. Like, that could be the third team. So think about how great it is of that all-time team. And that's been fun doing it. This has been the Betting Above the Rim podcast for January 22nd, episode 22, folks, 22 episodes in. Thank you so much for listening. For all your information for sports gambling, in-game, pre-game, post-game, prop predictions, and more, and the home of all of Coach Young's 
college basketball scouting reports. Go download that sports grid app. Google Play, Android, iOS. It is your one-stop shop for all things sports gambling. Next podcast will be Wednesday. I'm going to get into the NIL dilemma as Coach uh, Stubblefield was just fired today from DePaul. A lot of disparity in college basketball. We have to talk about that in a major level. I'm also figuring out now. I'm going to go to the Illadelph and give you my all-time starting five. Joel Embiid or Will Chamberlain? Does Barkley make it? Dr. J. Mo Cheeks or Allen Iverson? Oh, we're going to have fun with that one. I will see you next time on Wednesday for my producer, Matt George. He does a great job at bidding. Thank you for listening. I'll see you Wednesday. Remember, folks, it's smarter to be on Sports Grid. Good night. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.